Section 22 of The Poems of Jonathan Swift, Volume 1, by Jonathan Swift. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bacchus and Philemon On the ever-lamented loss of the two yew-trees in the parish of Chilthorne, Somerset, 1706. Imitated from the Eighth Book of Ovid. Original Version in ancient time, as story tells, the saints would often leave their cells, and stroll about, but hide their quality, to try good people's hospitality. It happened on a winter's night, as authors of the legend write, two brother hermits, saints by trade, taking their tour in masquerade, came to a village hard by Rixham, ragged and not a groat betwixt em. It rained as hard as it could pour, yet they were forced to walk an hour, from house to house, wet to the skin, before one soul would let him in. They'd called at every door, good people, my comrade's blind, and I'm a creeple. Here we lie starving in the street, t'would grieve a body's heart to see't. No Christian would turn out a beast, in such a dreadful night at least. Give us but straw, and let us lie, in yonder barn to keep us dry. Thus in the stroller's usual cant, they begged relief which none would grant. No creature valued what they said, one family was gone to bed. The master bawled out half asleep, You fellows, what a noise you keep! So many beggars pass this way, we can't be quiet night nor day. We cannot serve you every one, pray take your answer and be gone. One swore he'd send him to the stocks, a third could not forbear his mocks, but bawled as loud as he could roar, You're on the wrong side of the door. One surly clown looked out and said, I'll fling the piss-pot on your head, you shan't come here nor get a souse, you look like rogues would rob a house, can't you go work or serve the king, you blind and lame, tis no such thing. That's but a counterfeit sore leg. For shame, two sturdy rascals beg. If I come down, I'll spoil your trick, And cure you both with a good stick. Our wandering saints in woeful state, Treated at this ungodly rate, Having through all the village passed, To a small cottage came at last, Where dwelt a good old honest yeoman, Called thereabout good man Philemon who kindly did the saints invite in his poor house to pass the night. And then the hospitable sire bid goody Bacchus mend the fire, whilst he from out the chimney took a flitch of bacon off the hook, and freely from the fattest side cut out large slices to be fried, which tossed up in a pan with batter and served up in an earthen platter, quoth Bacchus, This is wholesome fare, Eat, honest friends, and never spare, and if we find our victuals fail, we can but make it out in ale. To a small kilderkin of beer, brewed for the good time of the year, Philemon, by his wife's consent, stepped with a jug and made a vent, and having filled it to the brink, invited both the saints to drink. When they had took a second draught, behold, a miracle was wrought, for Bacchus with amazement found, although the jug had twice gone round, it still was full up to the top, as they never had drunk a drop. You may be sure so strange a sight put the old people in a fright. 
Philemon whispered to his wife, These men are saints, I'll lay my life. The strangers overheard and said, You're in the right, but bean't afraid. No hurt shall come to you or yours, But for that pack of churlish boors, Not fit to live on Christian ground, They and their village shall be drowned. Whilst you shall see your cottage rise, And grow a church before your eyes. Scarce had they spoke when fair and soft, The roof began to mount aloft. Aloft rose every beam and rafter, The heavy wall went clambering after. The chimney widened and grew higher, Became a steeple with a spire. The kettle to the top was hoist, And there stood fastened to a joist, But with the upside down to show Its inclination for below. In vain for a superior force, Applied at bottom stops its course, Doomed ever in suspense to dwell, Tis now no kettle, but a bell. The wooden jack, which had almost Lost by disuse the art to roast, A sudden alteration feels, Increased by new intestine wheels. But what adds to the wonder more, The number made the motion slower. The flyer, although it had leaden feet, Would turn so quick you scarce could see it. But now stopped by some hidden powers, Moves round but twice in twice twelve hours. While in the station of a jack, T'was never known to turn its back. A friend in turns and windings tried, nor ever left the chimney's side. The chimney to a steeple grown, the jack would not be left alone, but up against the steeple reared, became a clock, and still adhered. And still its love to household cares, by a shrill voice at noon declares, warning the cook-maid not to burn that roast meat which it cannot turn. The groaning chair began to crawl, like a huge insect up the wall, there stuck and to a pulpit grew, but kept its matter and its hue, and mindful of its ancient state, still groans while tattling gossips prate. The mortar only changed its name, in its old shape a font became. The porringers that in a row hung high and made a glittering show, to a less noble substance changed, were now but leathern buckets ranged. The ballads pasted on the wall of Chevy Chase and English Mall, Fair Rosamond and Robin Hood, the little children in the wood, enlarged in picture, size, and letter, and painted looked abundance better. And now the heraldry describe of a church warden or a tribe, a bedstead of the antique mode, composed of timber many a load, such as our grandfathers did use, was metamorphosed into pews which yet their former virtue keep, by lodging folk disposed to sleep. The cottage with such feats as these, grown to a church by just degrees, the holy men desired their host to ask for what he fancied most. Philemon, having paused a while, replied in complimental style, Your goodness more than my desert makes you take all things in good part. You've raised a church here in a minute and I would fain continue in it. I'm good for little at my days. Make me the parson, if you please. He spoke, and presently he feels his grazier's coat reached down his heels, the sleeves new-bordered with a list, widened and gathered at his wrist. But being old, continued just as threadbare and as full of dust. A shambling awkward gait he took, with a demure, dejected look. 
Talk'd of his offerings, tithes, and dues, Could smoke and drink, and read the news; Or sell a goose at the next town, Decently hid beneath his gown; Contrived to preach old sermons next, Changed in the preface and the text; At christenings well could act his part, And had the service all by heart; Wish'd women might have children fast, And thought whose sow had farrow'd last. Against dissenters would repine, And stood up firm for right divine; Carried it to his equals higher, But most obedient to the squire; Found his head fill'd with many a system, But classic authors he ne'er miss'd 'em. Thus having furbish'd up a parson, Dame Baucis next they play'd their farce on. Instead of homespun coifs were seen, Good pinners edged with culvertine. Her petticoat, transform'd apace, Became black satin flounced with lace. Plain goody would no longer down, T'was madam in her grogram gown. Philemon was in great surprise, And hardly could believe his eyes, Amazed to see her look so prim, And she admired as much as him. Thus happy in their change of life, Were several years this man and wife, When on a day which proved their last, Discoursing o'er old stories past, They went by chance, amidst their talk, To the churchyard to take a walk. When Bacchus hastily cried out, My dear, I see your forehead sprout. Sprout? quoth the man, what's this you tell us? I hope you don't believe me jealous, But yet methinks I feel it true, And really yours is budding too. Nay, now I cannot stir my foot, it feels as if twere taking root. Description would but tire my muse. In short, they both were turned to use. Old Goodman Dobson of the Green Remembers he the trees has seen. He'll talk of them from noon till night, And goes with folk to show the sight. On Sundays after evening prayer, He gathers all the parish there, Points out the place of either you, Here Bacchus, there Philemon grew till once a parson of our town, to mend his barn, cut Bacchus down, at which tis hard to be believed, how much the other tree was grieved, grew scrubby, died a top, was stunted, so the next parson stubbed and burnt it. End of section 22